With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This fall, the Fantasy Sports Channel will make history all over again with even more live fantasy. Sports Radio than anywhere on the planet. At least 12 hours of fantasy football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus more fantasy sports talk every Saturday and Sunday. More than 50 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Try getting that on your radio dial. The Fantasy Sports Channel, only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on. Mike, the fantasy landscape has been changed forever. The FPA is born. and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Red vs. Blue, high-stakes fantasy football radio, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. Mike, we've got a lot of things going. We are from a remote location tonight, so we apologize for the difficulties. But as always, I'm joined by my big blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. And Mike, uh, living in Indianapolis, it was a pretty exciting Monday night for those Butler Bulldogs. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my boys from Butler. Yeah, no question, Scott, and I uh, want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, we've got a lot to touch on tonight. Uh, just to touch real quick, uh, Butler, uh, they they did all they could do, and, you know, I really thought they were going to pull through and win that game. You know, I, I took Butler plus the eight. It was seven, seven and a half, and it got moved up to eight, and I kept taking them and taking them and taking them, and uh, with about uh, two minutes to go, I'm going, well, the heck with the spread, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this. I had every intention of taking uh, the Bulldogs before that game, and I had rolled over some bonus money from the last Butler game and thought that uh, that was an, a no-brainer. This team had so much heart, so much grit, determination. It starts with the leadership of, of that school and the coaching staff, and now we see um, the, the coach getting an extension turning down a lot of money from Oregon and several other big-name schools to stay with his alma mater, Mike. Uh, it's really well, this, exciting to see Butler Butler stick around and, and uh Yeah, well, this, this team's going to be preseason ranked in the top five because I think they're only losing, like, one player. Wow. And uh, they're, they're going to be very, very solid come next year. Mike, we've got a big show lined up tonight. Of course, the big news, uh, as we shocked the fantasy landscape, uh, has changed the game for the players, for the association, uh, for the contest, every fantasy product out there, the Fantasy Players Association was announced. It's a legal entity, an LLC. Mike, the Fantasy Players Association is coming to a town near you. Uh, we will be launching and debuting the site, uh, a pre-beta launch plan for May 1st, 2010, Mike. We, uh, we're, we've got some exciting things planned. Uh, the Fantasy Players Association is going to have a lot of needs, but 
The FPA uh, is going to host membership, and members will receive exclusive benefits. Uh, we'll talk about those later in the show. Uh, and But uh, it, the time for transparency is now, Mike. It's been long overdue. Uh, the fantasy industry needs uh, needs a little bit more transparency. We've had some several tragedies, if you could call them, uh, where uh, we've had some situations arise. They, they're, they're not to be mentioned here, but, uh, you know, it's time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I've been posting on a couple different sites that uh, – you know, it, it's time for the uh, the the fantasy player, uh, the fantasy owner, to have uh, protection, uh, integrity, and knowledge of what's going on. And I think the uh, FPA is definitely going to be able to do that uh, with your backing, and you know, with a lot of others that are going to be involved there. Uh, it's going to include uh, folks that uh, have a lot of hearsay, and and you know, we're going to be able to. Uh, listen to what they have to say as well. And it's just about protection, integrity, and knowledge. We've already got the chat room buzzing a little bit here. Uh, the crew, we affectionately call it, some of the best minds in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. Phone number you can reach the show, 347-324-5404. For those of you listening on iTunes, uh, we're streaming live on thefantasysportschannel.com. You can find that also at fsc.fm. Uh, the chat room, the live show, the live stream. Uh, Mark Ronick and the guys at uh, the Fantasy Sports Channel and Blog Talk Radio, they have uh, just created a tremendous platform. We're so very thankful for those guys and what they've done for this uh, this sport and this industry, and we're just happy to be a part of it. We do, like I said, stream live on iTunes, but if for some reason you missed the show, you can just uh, subscribe on iTunes and uh, you know download the podcast and subscribe. And it'll update on your podcast, and you can uh, just take it on your iPod or your MP3 player and, and listen to us in the car, wherever you're at. It takes one hour. Uh, you can fast forward through a lot of what Mike has to say and just come back to me, and you've already cut the show down to about 40 minutes. And so you really get the best of the very best of uh, Red versus Blue Sports Talk Radio. So, <clears throat> Mike, here we go. We've got a couple of big guests uh, tonight. Obviously, Michael Trent uh, is with us, as always. DraftZone.com will be with us later in the show. Um, they have those baseball contests, Mike, and we had such a huge turnout earlier in the year with the football contests and the promo codes, so stay tuned. We will have a promo code for all of our listeners to use. Uh, I'm sure they'll give some kind of a credit or some kind of discount, Mike, but uh, that's a pretty cool site. We're going to talk about Draft Zone here in a little bit. Um, I, I would love to just talk real quick about Draft Zone. Uh, you know, I've been going through, uh, whether it be NASCAR, uh, NFL, uh, NBA, Major League Baseball, just started doing Major League Baseball this week with Draft Zone, and it, it's steady. It's it's solid, and, uh, you know, if you want to just throw in five ten dollars $10 and uh, just draft day-to-day, that's what it's all about, day-to-day, uh, do it, and you'll have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, you are having a lot of fun, and I, I, I have as well. I haven't had as much time as you have. Uh, you've really uh, uh, done done very well over there. Um but uh, we are going to we are going to be talking to the guys at DraftZone.com, uh, Craig and, and the team there. Uh, Mike, we had big news this week. Uh, Donovan McNabb, a perennial um, establishment for the Philadelphia Eagles, probably in my opinion the best quarterback in the Philadelphia Eagles history, uh, traded this week for a 2010 second round pick. Not even a first. They were wanting a first for so long. Never got a taker. And, Mike, they, they let him go to Washington, Washington Redskins, for a 2010 second-round pick, Mike. Um, Shanahan still insists that a quarterback would be the pick, at, or could be the pick, excuse me, at number four, Mike, but that's got to be a smokescreen. Shanahan obviously wants to take that pick, maybe trade down, and get some more depth to surround with Donovan McNabb, his new cornerstone for what? At least the next three years. Yeah, there's no question about it. Shanahan, he knows what he's doing. Uh, he's uh, surrounded himself with, uh, like, now three running backs that are, uh, you know, a little bit older than old, but, you know, it's going to be a running back by committee. And he brings in McNabb, and he still wants to uh, draft a quarterback. And what they're going to do with that, I think, is I, I'm not so sure that he may draft that quarterback and then uh, draft and trade type situation. That goes on a lot. Uh, and, you know, whether Shanahan wants to do that, I'm not sure, but that looks that, that looks the way uh, that I'm seeing it. Well, there's a lot of weapons there for uh, McNabb to figure out who he's going to use. Obviously, the exciting tight ends that they have, Chris Cooley and Fred Davis get immediate bumps. Those guys were already performing at, a, at, at high productive levels. 
to think that McNabb comes in there, that's got to make them even more valuable. They're, they're certainly going to spread it out. And it sounds like Keenan McCardle is on the coaching staff there for the wide receivers. Well, just a great wide receiver. Uh, and, and they're already talking about how they'll be able to spread them out and really can confuse some of the defenses. You've got a lot of options there. I, I still have hope in Devin Thomas and, and Malcolm Kelly and Santana Moss. You've got, you've got a lot of things going on there. The running back situation is an absolute mess. I've never seen a more washed-up group of running backs that you have in the backfield. Yeah. But, uh, Mike, this, this, this might really well, turn things around for Washington. Well, I, and I think it could if, uh, if you're a dynasty owner and if you uh, have any of those wide receivers, uh, their stock has got to rise. Uh, I'm sorry, but it does. I know McNabb sometimes doesn't go downfield as much as people would like to uh, hope so. I mean, I've got Santana Moss in a couple different leagues, but uh, the way I felt when that trade was made is, well, that's going to help Santana Moss. That's going to help Devin Thomas. Uh, so or Devin Hester. So I mean, there's there's so many things that that are going to help uh, help the wide receivers for Washington. Uh, just having uh, having McNabb there. We got Day Drinker Josh in the house in the chat room. Welcome back, Josh, and glad to hear things are going well for you. Just uh, the Cardinals aren't uh, aren't as promising this year, but we'll see. We'll see what they can do with uh, old Matt Liner and Derek Anderson combination there. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, Mike is trade bait. Uh, well, let, let, before we go there, let's let's back up a second. You've got McNabb going to Washington. You've got uh, the, the implication there that uh, Shanny's thinking about the number four pick and possibly using that on a quarterback. I don't see that happening, but you know he wants to make the comparison about Rivers and Rodgers sitting on the bench a couple years and still having an elite talent. Obviously, we, we we're thinking that's a smokescreen. But let's move back to Jason Campbell for a second, Mike. ESPN Radio is reporting that several teams have already expressed an interest. Um, Bills, Panthers, Jags, Raiders, uh, they've already expressed some interest, Mike. That's, that's four teams right there. Uh, what, what do you think of Bills, Panthers, Jags, Raiders? you see a fit for Jason Campbell? No, no, no. I, I really don't. Uh, the Bills uh, in a division like that, uh, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, the Panthers, I, I just don't see Jason Campbell, I mean, if he was if he was averaging top numbers in a, in a division that he was in, then I can see that. But right now, I I just don't I, I don't see that happening at all. I, uh, the one thing I think about this trade is the uh, opening and the possibility for uh, Kevin Cobb to be able to throw the ball downfield. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the receivers, the young receivers, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin. Brent Selleck, uh, these guys, I think it can spread the field even more. I know Philly needs a running game, but this could spread the field even more for the uh, young uh, receivers that uh, Philly has, and Cobb has a cannon. Yeah, he does. And, and I'll tell you what, though, I would not give up hope on Jason Campbell just yet. Uh, he could make a great uh, backup for McNabb, obviously, so he doesn't really have to go anywhere. But if if his attitude is not right, if his head's not right, that that mean, that will mean everything to the Eagles. They'll have to make a move at that point. And so uh, we could definitely say the Bills, that that would be an improvement, correct? We'd agree with that. Um, the Panthers and Matt Moore, I kind of like the Matt Moore mojo, you know, with Steve Smith, so I'm not so sure that I'd really want to mix that up this late in the game. Uh, the, the Panthers have a lot more uh, potential playoffs in them, uh, you know, so I don't think I would make that move. The Jaguars, however, I mean, you, you, you've, you've had your great run. <laughs> you've had just about what you can handle with David Garrard. You, I don't think they're, David Garrard's going to get them over that hump. They've added receivers, and that didn't seem to really help that much. I don't think Garrard is going to be that guy eventually to really get them to that Super Bowl. And then, of course, well, the Raiders. The Raiders are a mess. Uh, Jason Campbell would obviously be at least a little bit of life there in, in Oakland. Well, yeah, there's no the, – the Raiders are a mess, and the Raiders banked on McNabb because uh, the fact that they have one of the most exciting running backs going, one of the most exciting in Michael Bush, one of the most exciting running backs out of the backfield in McFadden, a couple of young wide receivers that are very solid, a defense that is out of this world, a very good defense, and they can't fill it up with a quarterback. Just, just, I mean, what good is Campbell going to do there? I mean, is he, is he going to be a, a difference maker? 
Well, and again, it's not a difference maker, but when you're an organization, you're just looking for an upgrade, right? And I, and I think I think, I think think what we pointed at is the Bills and the Raiders and the Jags, possibly all three, that would make a big, big difference uh, in in that uh, the morale of that team and the, the direction that they're going. It's not going to make them an instant playoff contender, but it, it's definitely a morale booster uh, to bring in somebody that has that uh, potential that Campbell brings. It's not a morale booster. My opinion. Never did work out with Zorn. And, and you know what? I don't really fault Jason Campbell for that because the offensive line, if you watched a couple of those games, you remember on Monday night the game where he just got killed over and over and over and over again. That was a microcosm of the skin season. The offensive line needed a whole lot of work. He didn't have any time at all to throw the ball. Uh, man, that was just uh, that was just so um, – I'm trying to remember who they were playing that night, but it was just so awful to see him getting sacked over and over and over again. They finally had to pull him out. It was just, it was just that's, you know. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of things there. It just never did work out. So uh, who knows what, who knows where that'll take us. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it could be just a different, uh, different uh, change of scenery for Campbell that could be good. Uh, but uh, Al Davis, he's going to stand by Russell, and he's going to stand by a couple of them other quarterbacks, uh, Greg Kowski and. You know, Greg Kowski, I mean, this guy could be really good for Oakland because, you know, like I said, uh, they've yet to see what Michael Bush can do. And I'm very, very anxious to see what Michael Bush can do because he's going to shock some people in that AFC West. Mike, we've also got the Brandon Marshall watch. It's still going on. This thing is like a never-ending drama uh, with no commercials. It's just like we don't get a break from it. Every single week we're talking about Brandon Marshall. It sounds like there's only four teams left in the Brandon Marshall Derby. Uh, the Seahawks are still there. The Redskins are now a new participant. Uh, the St. Louis Rams and the Tampa Bay Bucks to give Josh Freeman maybe a, a big, big target. Now, if the Broncos do release Brandon Marshall, Mike, that leaves the Broncos with the number 11 pick staring at him in the face. And if you've just lost Brandon Marshall, it sure would make a lot of sense to go ahead and take Des Bryant uh, yeah. if he's still there. Uh, from Oklahoma State, but there's also a possibility that if they pass on Des Bryant, maybe they're looking for a, a, a receiver that fits that mold as well, like an Aurelius Ben, uh, like we, we we talked about uh, Ben on the on the show last week in the second round. Uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll do that. But if you lose Brandon Marshall, you have to replace him with somebody. Do you think at the end of the day, I've, I've given you five teams here, Mike. We'll, we'll include the Broncos here, the Broncos, the Bucks, the Rams, the Skins, and the Seahawks. Where do you see it's it's April 9th here. Where do you see Brandon Marshall in 2010? One of two teams, uh, St. Louis or Washington. Washington is continuing to just, you know, Snyder wants to win, and he wants to win now. He's already proven that uh, with the with the older players that he's picked up. Uh, I see him at uh, Washington or St. Louis. St. Louis, they're getting Bradford. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Uh, that that's who they're going to sign as the number one pick. Uh, so you know when you throw in Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson, he continues to say, "I need help. I need help." Well, okay, you're going to get some help now. And uh, so he could end up at St. Louis, and you get a older guy in the backfield like Stephen Jackson, just kind of running the offense. A younger guy, Bradford, and uh, bring in Marshall, who's got some, uh, you know, got some. Suave, so to speak, to him, uh, you know, it could be a good fit. It, but Washington, it wouldn't be a bad fit either. Well, I'm going to go ahead and discount the Rams, Mike. I don't see A.J. Feely, Brandon Marshall really putting fear in the teams, and I don't see Sam Bradford coming right in and starting week one. Maybe maybe so. Maybe he's got that little bit of Peyton Manning in him, but I don't, I don't see that as being a good fit for the Rams. I think they just need to develop the receivers that they have, Lawrence Robinson, Donnie Avery. You've got a couple of nice pieces there. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe it'll work out. The skins, I'm going to discount the skins, too, because I just think you've got too many options to throw to right now. You've got Devin Thomas, which is kind of in a big mold, the, the, the tall, fast, wide receiver. Uh, so I, I'm thinking the Seahawks are still not out of this derby, Mike. I think the Seahawks, and I really think it's intriguing that the Bucks are interested in Marshall. I just, I just like that pick. And, and, and in my opinion, if you give Josh Freeman a wide receiver like Brandon Marshall, I think there's going to be some instant chemistry there. This kid... Six six. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show and in our segment Team One or Team Two. But I really like what uh, the, the possibility of Brandon Marshall and Josh Freeman. I just think that works a little bit. And uh, yeah. so, so m- maybe so. Maybe we'll see something like that. 
Yeah, well, you know, you, you make a good point, Scott. Uh, I still don't think he's going to end up in Tampa Bay, but, you know, that is a good point because Freeman really came on last year. I mean, he came on uh, big time. And, you know, he's looking for one one or two more great targets to throw at. And, uh, you know, th- that could be all the difference that they need in that division. When you consider that division, you- you're only talking about one or two players. And, uh, you know, Brandon Marshall, he could be the one fit that Freeman needs because Freeman showed himself uh, toward the end of last year, big time. And you mentioned the Rams there. They had, uh, I guess, news for them, for St. Louis fans. Obviously, we're here in, we're here in Indy, uh, but uh, St. Louis uh, is, uh, has, has a nice fan base. Just had a couple of down years here. Mark Bolger was released. I think he's still an improvement for somebody, or at least a backup. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to call it right now, Mike. I think Mike Marks picks up the phone. He gives Bolger a call, and you see Cuddy have his backup in Chicago. So uh, that that's my guess there for Bolger. Do you do you think of uh, can you see him land anywhere else? Does he get starter? I mean, sure. does he have anything left? Oh, no. no, I mean he could he could work fine there. Uh, you know, he could work fine even in uh, a place like uh, Miami or you know somewhere where they need uh, you know an older backup uh, that could uh, you know fit the bill and uh, teach some of these younger quarterbacks uh, you know how to do things and understand their role. That's what they need to do and. I think he can work here. Just uh, conversing with the uh, the chat room here at Red vs. Blue, 347-324-5404 is the number. Or come on over uh, to Blog Talk Radio slash Red vs. Blue, and uh, FSC.FM also streams the show and the live chat room. Uh, we affectionately call them the crew. They're some of the best minds in high-stakes fantasy football, so come on over. Uh, not big dynasty guys. We have a couple of dynasty guys here every once in a while that, that pop into the program. Uh, but we want to really develop that on the off season. Most of the guys here uh, have a lot of experience in high stakes. They know what it takes. They're, they they have a good eye for talent. They know what value is all about. That's that's what uh, that's what it takes in, to win in high stakes fantasy football. Uh, Mike, so we're we're also talking about another troubled running back here, Marshawn Lynch. It sounds like Buffalo has just had enough. Uh, they don't have really a future running back. I mean, uh, you know, Marshawn Lynch is really the the only. Uh, young talent that they have on the team. So let's talk a little bit, a little bit about Marshawn Lynch and where he might end up. Mike, I pulled up the teams, I took a look at the list, and I only came up with eight possibilities here. Now, obviously, I think he still has the talent. It's does he have, can he get the mental game uh, about him to, to be an asset to a team rather than a, than a distraction? This is, that's, the, that's, that's what the problem here with Marshawn Lynch. He's still a talent. We know he can hit the hole and, and, and move, but does he... Does he have the mental uh, the stamina here? So let let me give you the eight teams that I came up with. You tell me what you think. But here's the eight teams I see him being potentially landing with: Miami, with the situation with Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams. Those guys are always dinged up and injured, and another torn knee for for Ronnie. Uh, that's a possibility. New England always is snatching up guys like Marshawn Lynch and just you know making something out of nothing. Uh, Cleveland has really a new coaching staff, new regime. We've got Houston looking for a back. Either they take it in the draft or maybe acquire it through Buffalo. San Diego looking for a back. Uh, They've they've talked about Matthews. Maybe Lynch is a possibility there. Detroit with the Kevin Smith issues. Tampa Bay, I don't really know what's going on with that running back situation. And Seattle's kind of a mess, too. So Miami, New England, Cleveland, Houston, San Diego, Detroit, Tampa, Seattle. That's eight teams. Where do you see Marshawn Lynch? Wow. You know, that's a a big choice to choose from. Um, New England, I'm going to throw out. Okay. Um, Cleveland is a maybe. Houston, I'm going to throw out because, like what you just said, I, I think Houston is going to they're, they're going to draft a solid running back. It could be Spiller. Um, out of the others, uh, Tampa Bay, I don't see. Uh, you know, where does Marshawn Lynch fit? Uh, you, you know, it's not going to be San Diego. I don't think it's going to be Detroit. Um. It could be a Seattle or maybe a Miami. I, I'm going to say Seattle or Miami. Well, we've got Seattle also already in the uh, Brandon Marshall Derby, so I'm going to say there's only so much uh, of that they really want to entertain. Although, you know, Pete Carroll coming on board, uh, looking for an impact player from the West Coast, a Cal. He's probably seen a lot of him, and he's seen and, and, and he's already formed his opinion, so that might be an option. Uh, you know, that's uh, any anytime there's a new coaching uh, yeah. coaching staff coming in. I think Let me Diego, throw another team at you. Go ahead. Uh, what about Cincinnati? 
Yeah, you know they um, they what they 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 had Larry Johnson as a backup uh, to yep. Cedric Benson, and you know you brought in one head case. You, you brought they changed, they're, 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 the, they're the kingdom of head cases, right? How did I miss that? <laughs> yeah, but, but, well, you know uh, Cedric Benson went there, and uh, you know he's changed his ways. Or I won't say he's changed his ways, but he's he's developed into a solid player. If you're a fantasy owner, that you can rely on. Uh, but you know, in a in a year or so, who knows? Can you rely on him anymore? Yeah. Uh, you bring in Marshawn Lynch, and uh, you know, because when Benson came in, he was a backup. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of there's already some chatter in the chat room about Marshawn Lynch, and and I, and I got to tell you, this is a classic buy low in a, as a dynasty player because right now you're kind of wondering about what his uh, where his head's at, what he's going to contribute to a team. Look. Somebody's going to take a chance on this guy. Buffalo's deciding to deal him. They're going to go ahead and do it. They're going to pull the trigger and just figure. Keep. They're going to keep asking for less and less and less until finally somebody bites. That's kind of how we see these things happen. You know, just like the McNabb deal here. And so we're going to see Lynch somewhere on a team, Mike. And at the end of the day, it's going to be a team like one of these eight here that need an upgrade at running back, and they're going to give him a fresh start. They're going to wipe the slate clean, and he's going to give it a shot. Now, whether or not he can do it, whether or not he can put it together. But, you know, these guys have to have attorneys and accountants and everybody and a lot of advisors. They have to be telling them to turn it around. This is your last chance. You don't get many chances in the NFL. It stands for not for long, right? So you've got to get things turned around. So it's a classic dynasty buy low. And so I think if you're, if you're looking for a backer, you're a little bit thin on running backs on your team right now, he's somebody that you could go ahead and trade. Maybe throw in a promising wide receiver up with, you know, uh, that 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 has a um, a little bit of buzz right now. You know, you could probably get Marshawn Lynch for the deal straight up. Right, and I I agree with that. But uh, you know, we also got to uh, figure out on which team he's going to land with. I mean, you know, if he lands with a uh, you know any one of those eight teams, I think the poss- possibilities are you know they're huge for Marshawn. But you know, it's it, it's a it's a tough call. I, I still think that. Uh, I still think Cincinnati might be a good call, but, you know, whether they go with him, I don't know. Well, we'll find out. We'll be right back. We've got to, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back on Red vs. Blue with our, with our segment of Hi, Team Hi, this Team is Greg Kellogg. You know the routine. It's Friday night. You're looking over your lineup. It's either Lavernius Coles versus the Browns or Lance Moore versus the Falcons. I'm a serious fantasy player, and regular fantasy call, advice guys. just won't do. I need to know, without a doubt, that the fantasy advice I'm getting makes sense. That's why I listen to Red vs. Blue Fantasy Sports Radio. Catch Scott Atkins in the Red vs. Blue Crew chat room every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those difficult-to-make lineup decisions. I'll be there. Will you? talking about Seattle here. You talked about Marshall. You talked about you got Marshall going there. You got Lynch. You got Pete Carroll going there. A lot of things happen in, in Seattle for you. Mike, we've got this segment that's really getting a lot of buzz. I, I tell you, all the Dynasty guys are emailing me about Team 1 or Team 2. They love this segment, so we're going to continue it, and then we're going to break down Demarius Thomas. That's the, that's the segment coming up for all the Dynasty players. 
Team 1 or Team 2, Mike, we've got a trade on the table right now. Matt Castle or Josh Freeman? Dynasty-wise, you've got Matt Castle, you know, with a lot of weapons there, Chris Chambers, I, Dwayne Bowe, and a, and, a, and a nice coaching philosophy that's balanced. Josh Freeman, the cannon, 6'6", the tons of potential, could be elite, but nothing around him. Team 1 or Team 2? Team 1 with Castle, Team 2 with Freeman. Which team do you like? Team 2, Freeman. Team 2 with Freeman, real easy. Uh, Matt Castle, he showed what he could do uh, when he backed up Brady, when Brady got injured, uh, and he did a lot of good things. He goes to a new team in Kansas City in a different system and with not as many weapons in front of him and basically flatlined. And I think Freeman, I would say in the last uh, five, six weeks of the year last year, outscored Castle. I will take Freeman all day long, plus he's younger. Yeah, it's an interesting situation. I was actually offered Matt Castle and turned it down. I just wanted to get, I wanted to get some uh, other opinions, so that's why, that's why I brought this one up. It really actually didn't go down. I got the offer, and I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this into a Team 1 or Team 2 because I've I got to tell you, you know, Matt Castle, you know, your first year in a new offense uh, didn't do so bad, especially with the problems they had with Dwayne Bowe and, and then, you know, Chambers was on a new team. I mean, you, you, you can't think that, that it was just a total disappointment. I think they're very, very close. Freeman's about 22 years of age. Matt Castle, obviously older, 26. They're both under contract to 2014. Well, I'm sorry, Freeman, 2013. Uh, they, they both have uh, great futures ahead of them. But I think I'm going to hang on to Josh Freeman um, and, and just ride that out. And let's hope. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope for that Des Bryant pick uh, for Tampa Bay. Uh, maybe, they can, maybe they can pull something off like that. Tremendous upside for Freeman. I just yeah. said it. You did. You broke the upside rule. Mike, we saw a trade go down in Hyperactive this week. Team 1 gave up Andre Johnson, the best fantasy player in the game, in my opinion. Team 1 gave up Andre Johnson. Team 2 gave up Calvin Johnson. This is just a deal of do you, which player do you like better. They're both elite. Which one would you rather have? Uh, obviously, Andre Johnson, in my opinion, is primed for two, maybe three, possibly even four more years at an elite, elite level. We're talking number one player in the game type level. Calvin Johnson uh, doesn't have the all-pro quarterback that Matt Schaub, uh, you know, that Andre Johnson has. For me, it's a no-brainer. I would never give up Andre Johnson for Calvin Johnson. But what do you like? Do you like giving up uh, Team One giving up Andre Johnson or Team Two giving up Calvin Johnson? Well, considering I'm the guy that traded Aaron Rodgers for Matt Schaub, I love Andre Johnson. I uh, love Andre Johnson. And uh, Matt Schaub is I, – I like I like what you just said, uh, segueing into that, because uh, you kind of gave uh, Matt Schaub some props. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you've got to stick to Andre Johnson. I mean, he's one of the best wide receivers we've seen in a long time. This NFL, I mean – this guy is great. Calvin Johnson is okay on a okay team. Well, no, on a really bad team. Andre Johnson is really good on a team that is just on the cusp of of really getting to the uh, pinnacle and making the playoffs. So Andre Johnson, you got to keep him. Yeah, I don't. I think it's very difficult to give up a player the quality of Andre Johnson. I mean, Calvin obviously he was right there last year. Everybody was talking about him in the top three. But look, you've got very, you've got, you've got a lot of unproven issues there. You've got a team that hasn't showed us anything in Detroit. You've got a, num- a top quarterback, top wide receiver connection going on right now, and Andre is still, uh, still young. Will have several years of elite, elite production. Uh, could the only be, thing could be the most dominant player in the game, just like you said the other day, Mike. You're not going to trade Chris Johnson, no matter what the deal is on the table. No, and, and I I got Chris Johnson. I'm not trading him. You know, I you know I've, I have some offers and people are going to try, but it's not going to happen. Uh, you, you can throw whatever you want to me, but I'm not. It's not going to happen. Uh, the one thing that with the Andre Johnson thing, you're thinking, well, okay, they're locking it running back. Well, Gary Kubiak, he's going to make sure that something happens, whether it's running back by committee. He's going to take care of Andre Johnson and Matt Schaub, and it might be running back by committee. So be it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that. Take Andre Johnson, stick with him, and go from there. All right, Mike, that's the segment, Team 1 or Team 2. We're going to go ahead and go into 
our special guest tonight from DraftZone.com, Mr. Sean Fritz. Sean, are you with us? Yeah, what's going on, bud? How are you doing? Doing real good, man. Doing real good. Stopped by and saw some family and, and staying the night tonight here in good old southern Indiana, and then I'll be heading back up to Indianapolis tomorrow uh, so we can continue to build on the Fantasy Players Association. But uh, looking forward to DraftZone.com and this baseball, man. Tell us about the daily baseball contest. Yeah, we we got it set up. We got it going right now. Um, everything's looking pretty good. We got the salary cap contest for people that, you know, don't want to stick around for the live draft, and we also have the live draft contest. You know, uh, you know, two, three, four, five people, you know, drafts we've been doing right now. And uh, people have enjoyed it. We've been doing pretty well with those, those contests, especially on a daily basis, being able to draft for that, that night's games or that day's games. And, and uh, the people that do uh, very good for those games, obviously, are going to be the ones that have cash in their pockets by the end of the evening. So it's been pretty cool. Hey, Sean, it's, uh, it's Mike. And I, Mike, you know, how's I was going? Able, uh, I got on here uh, earlier today, and I was looking for a, uh, you know, five, six, Team salary league that I could get into for ten bucks, and boom, I found it, and uh, had pretty good, pretty good luck tonight. And uh, how are you doing? Win that league, but you know, it's did you win the league? Do I? You won the league tonight. You won the league tonight, huh? Yeah, it looks pretty good. I, I got uh, nine innings remaining, and uh, I'm I'm up by like seventeen points on the one behind me, so I'm looking pretty good. Starting pitchers. That's a, that's a main one to hit. If you, if you get your starting pitchers, you're good to go. But uh, it's just uh, the friendliness of the, uh, like, tomorrow night NASCAR league. Yeah. You know, and something like that. So, I mean, it's all it's all good, Sean. I mean, there's a lot of different opportunities uh, to go into on Draft Zone. Exactly. I like uh, us uh, doing the Masters this week. You know, we do the PGA every weekend, so it's pretty cool with having Tiger come back for the Masters. Uh, we did a lot of PGA drafts for this week, and it's funny that that all the drafts that we did, guess who was picked in every everyone's league? It's crazy. Good old yeah. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. He was drafted. It's amazing. But, uh, it's amazing. You, you you guys have brought up uh, salary cap baseball, NASCAR the NASCAR draft, and PGA draft all in about a span of thirty seconds. It's amazing what you've got going on there, Sean, for those sports fanatics just like Mike. Look, yeah. tons of my listeners and our listeners are sports fanatics, and they like just about every sport. Mike, I'll tell you, there's not a sport he hasn't that, that he's met that he doesn't like. And, you know, I'll, on Saturday morning I'll wake up, and Mike will be challenging me to one of these sports drafts. And, you know, you <laughs> hop on and, and go head-to-head. Yeah. Head, or, or some of these three, four, or five-player salary cap contests. Talk a little bit more about it. You've been a friend of the program now. Talk a little bit more about some of these contest options that are out there and, and, uh, and, and the user-friendly site. I mean, it, it, it really is easy to use. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, uh, especially the salary cap, it's, it's all depending on how you want to get into it. Like, some people love to throw the draft and being able to draft all the time, but, but with the salary cap, you can pick the denomination of how much your entry fee you want to be. You can pick the number of players you want to draft against. Obviously, if you do a heads-up draft, you only got to be one other person. But, of course, if you go against four or five other people and you feel like you are the best of what you do in the salary cap and you're feeling good about your team, then, well, guess what? You double... You know, you quadruple the pot. You would win with that four or five person league. So salary cap has definitely been pretty huge. Um, with football, though, sit and drafts have been our, our best just because of the, you know, people love the draft experience. But it's pretty crazy uh, with baseball. Sit and drafts have been pretty successful, too. But, you know, I personally, I think salary caps, you know, really show how well you are and what you do when it comes to the fantasy world just because it's, it's an even playing field because, the one issue you might have with sin draft um, in a couple of sports, like with baseball and football and with, um, of course, basketball, is you have LeBron James, you have Chris Johnson, right, and you have Albert Pujols. So you obviously feel like you're at a disadvantage. But there's some nights where those guys aren't going to step up and give you those points. So um, it's really the likings that you like, like want to do. I mean, I, I personally like the salary cap, but I also like the sin draft with a lot of draft experience because there, you can block people with the sin draft. I don't know if you guys did that too much, but, yeah. like, uh, for example, I was, I was looking at some of the sin drafts that were played today, and, yes, yeah, people weren't taking Albert Pujols with that first pick, and I was actually shocked they were taking a starting pitcher. And what uh, some people were doing in these drafts is um, it was pretty crazy. They, were take, they would take 
a starting pitcher, and they take a starting pitcher, and they take a starting pitcher, and they take a starting pitcher, with, but there's only two starting spots, right? But what they were doing is they were blocking you from getting all the good starting pitchers for that week. Like you said, starting pitcher is the key, correct? So yeah, they a, are. Yeah, so there's a skill involved in the sit draft that's pretty exciting. And you being able to get in that draft room and talk trash to the person, you're like, oh, wow, you just took, you know, four pitchers in a row. You know, it's kind of cool to see that aspect. But with salary, so we kind of give you two aspects. And no one's really doing this daily um, aspect like we're doing. Like, we give you the option of the salary cap, which, you know, there's other sites doing that. But, but we also give you that option of that sit and draft where you get that, you know, someone's challenged me. You get me, you get that, you know, the strategy involved with trying to take players that people can't take. Or in the salary cap, you know, everyone can take those players. And, you know, Sean, I think I could have made, uh, you know, I could have made quite a bit today if I would have went ahead and did a set and draft along with my salary because I didn't like Albert Pujols at all today. I didn't like really? I, I didn't like the matchup a bit. But I love Matt Holiday, and he goes uh, three for four, uh, two runs scored, a home run, a double, you know, two ribbies, and I'm going, wow. I should have I should have did a, a sit and draft as well. Exactly because they're going to take the pull hole stick. But like you said, starting pitching is a key. And 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 what's funny is when these uh, these first starters come around, you know the aces come around. It's a lot, you know. It's it's kind of a situation where it's easier for you to pick the starting pitchers. But when you get to the third, fourth, fifth starters, there's a lot more skill involved with these picks. I mean, it gets a lot more difficult. And and. and Sean, obviously, like what you guys are, are, are talking, I'm so intrigued by it. If you want to call and talk to Sean, 347-324-5404 is the number. This is definitely a skill t- contest. There's strategy involved. Mike is evident of that. I mean, Mike is a, a guy, Sean, that went, I think, like 17 or 18 wins in a row uh, baseball picks last year against the spread. Wow. And it was yeah. a, a tremendous run that everybody, our listeners, shared in last year. Uh, and he calls them his knock-you-off-your-computer-chair knock plays when he sees yeah. one. He doesn't release it every day, but... Every couple of days, if he finds one, he'll release one. And, and on a good day, when he's really feeling, he might even release two. But it just depends. He doesn't he doesn't rush things, and he lets it come. And I tell you, this guy's really good. I respect Mike's game in baseball. But for somebody that hasn't played a lot uh, and and hasn't been a big uh, you know a, a big user of your site, what do you recommend uh, from price points? Which game? Uh, maybe number of number of teams you're playing against. What do you recommend for somebody just stepping up? I know you we're talking about well, bringing in some new listeners, new players here. Well, that's the thing. We also have a free game. We're able to do, a, you know, four drafts a week free games. We don't want to, like, you know, do too many more than that. But you're able to do four free drafts a game, so you can get the feel for the site. You get a feel for the salary cap. You can get a feel for the sit and draft. Um, and, and it kind of helps you out, like, you know, because there's definitely skill involved. There's definitely experience involved and stuff like that. We have people on our site winning 70% of the games. Wow. And those are the guys that are doing this for a living. I mean, there's there's seriously, there's people now that are playing fantasy sports on a daily basis that it can do it for a living compared to a season one because you can't do it for a season one because, you I mean, you, you, you put your entry in you got to wait, you know, six, seven months to get paid. Well, how are you supposed to do that for a living? But on a daily basis, we have people winning 70% of their games that are making a good amount of money doing what they're doing. But the key is you don't want to go up against those guys betting $1,500, $500 a day, right? You want to learn how it's done. You want to do the free game. You will learn how to do the site because there's a lot of niches and there's a lot of things to this site and other sites that you got to be careful with um, because you've got to be very, very skilled at what you do when it comes to daily fantasy sports. For example, like um, there are certain players in the NBA that, you know, for example, uh, Chris Paul, they just announced today he's out for the season. Well, that, what does that oh. mean? Darren Clawson comes in. And he's a starting point guard that scores a lot of fantasy points with Paul's out. For example, Chris Boss is out for the season. So Sonny Weems has been coming and stepping up. So those are two guys that you want to key for the NBA-type salary cap, if you guys see what I'm saying. Well, yeah, so I, 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 see the, I see the reports, and I, and I know we have a lot of listeners that have already signed up and they're playing uh, that NBA contest and, and the baseball contest. So what you just gave them was a tremendous gem. If they weren't following it, there's going to be lots of guys that are playing baseball right now that, or, or basketball tomorrow that may, may or may not see that. And you're going to get well, that guy to steal. There, there, there's another one, too, uh, Scott and Sean, uh, Reggie Williams out of the NBA. I mean, I was able to oh, get this oh, guy. Reggie Williams? Oh, yeah. He's, he's huge for Golden State. 
Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was able to get this guy cheap almost every every day that I would play him, and uh, you know I was like, wow, I, you know this is a great value, and but I'm a casual fan and just something that I happened to see, and I'll tell you how I saw it was uh, a guy I was playing against. I got beat by just left to <laughs> the point, and he had Reggie yeah. Williams. I'm going okay, who is this Reggie Williams guy? And, and yeah. that's where I caught on to it, uh, just on different people that I'm playing. Uh, but uh, another thing, Sean, that kind of helped me get involved, obviously, was uh, when you were on our show, you know, way back when, and uh, was I just said, well, I'm gonna put twenty bucks in, and uh, I'm gonna play a five dollar one uh, two two teams involved, me against somebody else, and see what happens. And, you know, that kind of helped me, too. Those free leagues are, you know, they're nice, but uh, if you can catch a $5 uh, MLB or NFL, NBA, uh, NHL, NASCAR, whatever you want, a $5 a salary league, that helped me out the most. Yeah, and you know you know, you know, what's crazy, Mike, is, is what is your team name on our site right now? What's your team name? Combustion. Oh, Spontaneous Combustion. I've actually seen how you've done so far, so... If anyone's listening right now, watch out for spontaneous combustion, because right now I've noticed he's been doing pretty well in some of these drafts. But um, now, one last, thing I like to last, yeah, I've seen, I've, I've actually watched, I've, you know, now that it makes sense, because I, I like to watch to see how different teams and different players are doing on the site, because you know some people are winning seventy percent, and I like to tell those people to watch out for those guys that are winning seventy percent because. They know what they're doing. I mean, and 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 hopefully everyone else out there knows what they're doing too. Because if you do the research and you do the studies and, and you put some time into it, you can make some money doing this on a daily basis. And that's the key. And like like you said before, you probably played against that guy that's won seventy percent time. And you saw him pick Reggie Williams, and yeah. you saw him pick Darren Cox, and you saw him pick that. Well, you got to take that input and you got to put that into your next day. And, and, and think about, okay, so how's this guy beating me? And so if you lose, you know, look at that as a lesson. You know, how did I lose to this guy? And and if, and how do I beat this guy? And it's, it's a thing that, like just with fantasy sports, even on the season long, you know, Ray Rice, who's the next Ray Rice for next year? Like you said about Calvin Johnson, would I trade Calvin Johnson for Andre Johnson or Calvin Johnson for Andre Johnson? I'll tell you what, you give me a healthy – you know, Matt Stafford and healthy Calvin Johnson, I'll take Calvin Johnson all day long because when he was healthy with Matt Stafford last year, he was one of the top, you know, fantasy receivers in all of NFL. But um, what I was saying before um, in regards to that, Scott, you know, you were talking about with all these new customers that are coming on, you know, try it out for free. And if you put in that promo code red versus blue, R-E-D-V-S-B-L-U-E, what we change about how we do things now is instead of giving a free $10 credit like we did before, we actually made it better for our customers where instead of getting just a 20% deposit bonus on your first deposit, you go to a 40% deposit bonus. So it allows people to get more cash in their pockets to win more money. Wow. Well, most of our most of our listeners, uh, you know, they, these players, they thrive off competition, and I'm just so enamored by the site. Uh, Sean, Sean Fritz, the Chief Operating Officer of DraftZone.com with us. Uh, go to DraftZone.com and enter the promo code RED versus BLUE for the listeners. Just this week you have a, an opportunity. And, Sean, you want to recap that uh, that bonus for them? Okay, so you put in RED versus BLUE, R-E-D-V-S-B-L-U-E, of course, the radio, one of the best radio shows out there. And instead of getting just a 20% deposit bonus for first-time depositors, which we currently have on the site right now, but if you put in this promo code, um, when you when you go into the site, that 20% deposit bonus is going to become a 40% deposit bonus. So, for example, if you have, you know, wow. you put $100 into the site, instead of just getting a $20 bonus, you then get a $40 bonus. And then that gives you the opportunity to play against spontaneous combustion and then, you know, take his money in the NBA or, you <laughs> know, right. Major League Baseball. But watch out for MLB because I think I have a feeling that uh, he's pretty good at that. <laughs> Not bad. Well, we, we, we enjoyed having you, Sean. Thanks so much. Uh, I, I tell you what, the NBA is rocking. We've got NASCAR fans here. PGA, I mean, baseball is just incredible. We, we're waiting for football to go on, and we've got all these other things that we can be playing. $5, $10, $20, 50 just the price points are all over the map. 
you'll find somebody to, to, to meet your, uh, your competition level. So get on over at DraftZone.com, and, uh, you know, good luck to you guys, Sean. Yeah, we also got some good news. We're going to have college football starting this year, too. Wow. Um, and uh, college basketball. So we're going to have everything, you know, everything you can possibly think of. So, oh, um, man, we're going to have to do there? a college football show. We've got so many fanatics on college yeah. football. We're going to have to do a show Top on that. Top 25, one. yep. Top 25 we'll be doing. DraftZone.com. Sean Fritz, Chief Operating Officer, thanks for being part of Red vs. Blue. Of course. I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good night. Mike, you are rocking that uh, those contests, man. I see you over there. I'm looking at your stats, and, and you're just uh, you're, you're, you're really a uh, – man, this baseball is going to work out for you, man. I can see some nice little income yeah. going your way. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Scott. I mean, I'm just looking at a – you know, I picked a, a pitcher today, Jorge uh, De La Rosa. I mean, he threw a complete game, 23 points, and uh, right now i got 52 points, and the next one behind me is – He's got 33. Wow. You, you've got it. And I love their live scoring, man, because it shows you exactly how many players they still have to go, how many players you have to still to go, and what the score is. And you can already, like you said, kind of make up your mind that you know, you're going to win. The, it's a great live scoring app uh, for, for an original uh, software program. They did a fantastic job. We really loved it, really enjoyed it. I just can't, you know, we're, we're just going to tell you what we like to do and what we enjoy doing, and I'll tell you what, Draft Zone is one of our favorites. And you get that promo code, uh, 40% discount for first-time uh, subscribers here over at DraftZone on your bonus. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Mike, i got to tell you, I want to give a shout-out real quick to Draft Sharks. For those of you that, uh, that know about Draft Sharks, Lenny Papano, at 8.45 the other day when Donovan McNabb was traded, he was the first email I received. On my phone, the first update I received was Draft, draft Sharks. And on a story like that, a story of that magnitude, I like to tell my listeners, who reports the news first? Because you know what, you got to be quick on those trade offers. Draft Sharks was the first one. I think by at least maybe 20 or 30 minutes from from all my email updates, and I, and I get a lot of them. But they were the first one to hit my inbox. Now I'll be happy to correct that if if any of you guys received an earlier email. But they were the first one that I got. So Draft Sharks uh, is getting the news to you guys uh, as quick as possible. So wanted to give that shout that's out. Good. Mike. That, I mean that, that's good. Everybody needs to know. Uh, the spot and the place that you need to go to uh, to get all the information, and uh, that, that's a good shout-out, Scott. Mike, you wanted to talk about Demarius Thomas last week. You brought him up. He was a guy that you were really excited about, and uh, for a kid 6'3", 220, coming out of the draft from Georgia Tech, uh, he broke his foot and then kind of slowed his 40 down there. He got a little issue, but, Mike, I don't see anybody that has comparable measurables like Demarius Thomas from Georgia Tech. I mean, he matches up with the Fitzgeralds, the Andre Johnsons, and Calvins, and Marshalls. This kid, uh, Bebe, they call him. I mean, he was rumored in the 4-3s, the 4-3-40s before that broken foot. And he catches the touchdowns. Eight out of the 11 touchdowns from Georgia Tech last year went to Demarius Thomas. 46 catches, 1,100 yards. He was in that, he was in that uh, triple option offense last year, which, of course, you know, features single coverage on the wide receivers. And so... And he exploited that for, for you know, all, all year long, Mike. Demarius Thomas, I have a number four on my board. I got the pick from you in Hyperactive because this is the guy I wanted. What do you think about Demarius Thomas? His size, his speed, and uh, just his agility is incredible. The way he can cut, the way he can uh, move left and right. You know, he doesn't necessarily have uh, vertical speed but horizontal speed. And and that's going to make him incredibly tough to defend. I've been watching some clips. I've been looking at him, and uh, he's going to be very very hard to defend. Uh, and and no matter what situation, no matter where he gets drafted, uh, it's just his ability to do what he needs to do to get to the ball. And that's what uh, that's what a lot of these receivers. Uh, they need to do and they need to learn how to do is just get to the ball and he knows how to do it and once he gets the ball he accelerates and there's no question about it that the uh the des bryant is is really i mean with all the intangibles and everything with the moves and, and agility that this kid has he's, he's definitely the number one pick uh at the wide receiver position but I don't have Demarius Thomas that far behind Des Bryant, to be honest with you. There's, a, there's, there's several other wide receivers that come to mind. I mean, I'm, I'm really high on Golden Tate. Uh, I love that kid. I, I really like okay. Damian Williams from USC, and I know he doesn't get a lot of love, but I've seen him in so many games just make some big catches. 
I know he's got issues with, with the routes, but there's several other guys I like this year. But Demarius Thomas, I've got him right up there with Des Bryant. Like, not a big drop-off, as some might think. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, Golden Tate, the one thing that impressed everybody in the combine was obviously his 40 speed. I mean, his 40 speed was off the charts, and and that's good. But his size, I'm not sure about. Uh, the one thing about uh, Thomas, his size is good, and he can take a hit and move from there. Uh, speed, you know, NFL, they're looking for speed. But they're also looking for guys like Thomas that have speed and height and, and just strength, and strength goes a long way. When you're trying to, when you catch that ball and want to, you know, continue RAC, run after catch. So again, Demarius Thomas was our was our review. Definitely check him out. Uh, you, you, if you haven't seen him in action, get on over there and check out some of the YouTube clips that are on him, and then form your own opinion on Demarius Thomas. But I've had some offers trying to get my four pick, and I'm and I'm really happy. I've kind of I've tried to acquire it in several leagues this year because. Uh, there were three names that always stood out, you know, to most people. It was Spiller and Matthews and Dez, but I really put Demarius Thomas right up there. And of course, I'm pushing the, the number four value up a little bit just as I talk, but I'm trying to be as transparent as possible here. Uh, I do own the pick, but I, it's because I'm that high on it. I, I went and acquired it. Okay, Mike, enough about that. Listen, the launch is scheduled. It's tentatively set for May 1st, 2010. If we can get it out any faster than that, we absolutely will. The Fantasy Player Association is going to change the landscape of fantasy sports as we know it, Mike. For too long, the fantasy players have not had representation. You've kind of went on your own. You've went to a board. You've checked out a contest. You've, 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 uh, you've had to do all the research yourself. Well, now the Fantasy Players Association is here to do that for you. We've assembled some of the best minds in the world of fantasy football, fantasy sports in general. We're looking for broad uh, board members that, that can come on board that have a diverse talent set to help us review these sites, to review products, to review content, to bring players into the world of fantasy football and say, hey, wh- what, what is the deal with these sites? What, where, where should I go for a fantasy contest? What should I do for, you know, uh, for, for a stats provider or maybe a website or a magazine, maybe even a, a trophy site for Mike? I mean, you know, uh, where do yeah. I get my trophies? You know, there's all kinds of things. The other issues that we provide, listen, Mike, these, 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 it's, it's high time that these high-stakes leagues make sure that there is uh, some form of protection in place. We've seen too many contests bite the bullet and not pay the winners. And, man, when we're talking about $60,000, $100,000 not being paid, something needs to be done. So we are going to be forming the first-ever Fantasy Player Association Legal Fund. And I'll tell you what, there's a – there's something coming on board. It's, it's, it's been publicized already, Mike, today and, and, and recently. There is suit coming, uh, apparently, against them. Uh, the AFFL, it's happening right now as we speak. And, they're, you know, bottom line is this. They're going uh, to have to respond, and, and this, is, uh, this is all going down right now, Mike. There's players that haven't been paid, uh, and, and AFFL has, uh, has a real issue on their hands that they're going to have to Resolve in the courts what it sounds like. Unless they can find another way to do it, uh, it looks like it's headed to the courtroom. And uh, it might this this it's well, high time that, that this type of thing uh, was happening. Not necessarily with the AFFL, but hey, with with any contest in general. If you have a problem paying, you made a promise to pay. The payouts need to happen. Right, and uh, you know I know we only got a couple minutes left, Scott, and I'm just going to leave it at this. Uh, the Fantasy Players Association is uh, the one thing that they want to help. Uh, fantasy owners with any fantasy owner that's listening in the chat room uh that i come in contact you come in contact with we want to help their protection uh the integrity of any league that they are in and you know and the knowledge just to make sure that hey this is what you're getting into this isn't to bash and you know it's like i posted uh, on a couple sites when i said earlier in the show it's not to bash anybody it's just to make sure that the protection and the knowledge and the integrity of anything you're getting into is on the up and up. Right, and I think this site needs to be about products that we personally endorse. We have a personal experience uh, with these products and with these services out there. So, you know, we're not going to just go on and start digging and looking for the flaws and finding fault like there's a reward for it here. Look, we're looking for – we want to be as transparent as possible and say, hey, here are the – here are the products, the contests, the content that we have experienced on a personal level, 
You know, don't take our word for it, but, you know, try it out for yourself and, and look at what everybody else is saying. We're going to give an opportunity for all of the subscribers, all yeah. of the supporters to, to, to give their take. And, Mike, that's what it's all about is a, is a, is a place where opinions can be heard uh, and, and responded to. And then you make up your own mind. You do your own due it's diligence. Not a, it, it, it's, not, it's not a witch hunt. We want everybody that's in this industry to have fun. That's the bottom line, man. It, you want them to have fun, and, and it's definitely no fun when you're not got, getting paid, Mike. So be looking for details, fantasyplayersassociation.com, fantasyplayersassociation.com. The launch is coming soon. Stay tuned. We'll have more information uh, on, in the coming weeks and coming days. Uh, pre-beta launch is coming, so be looking for that. Red versus Blue, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.